Welcome to the WCIA 3-in-1 Podcast Midweek Edition here. It is Wednesday, October 7th, and today we had the first chance to visit with Illinois quarterback Brandon Peters in 2020. It's kind of crazy that the face and one of the faces of this team still had not talked to the media since the bowl game, which was December 30th of 2019 out in California. I was out there at the Red Box Bowl, spoke with Brandon Peters then, but that's been the last time that the media has had a chance to catch up with him and get a sense of how he's feeling into this season and coming into his what could be his final year. He was asked today if he would think about maybe coming back an extra year, a super sixth year, so to speak, with the NCAA allowing all athletes another year of eligibility. So he could return to Champaign next year, but he declined to comment on that today, just saying he's going to essentially take it one day at a time here and one season at a time and worry about that later on. But I wanted to get to this whole interview because for so much of Illini Nation, Braden Peters uh, is a little bit of a wild card in a sense. He's really not that outspoken of a guy, at least publicly. Now, we've heard his teammates say that once you get him behind closed doors and in the locker room, he's a really outspoken guy and likes to joke around and laugh and have a lot of fun. But at least with us in the media, he's he's not very outspoken. He's pretty quiet, a little shy and mild-mannered nature, and that's not a bad thing by any means. But it also is just a little bit tougher to get a sense of a guy's character and uh, how he operates and you know what kind of things motivate him and all of that. And so uh, it was interesting today for me to listen to Brandon's interview and talk about it uh, with you. And so I just wanted you to be able to hear the entire interview here from uh, about his 15 minutes with us in the media this morning. And Lovey Smith weighed in on it a little bit as well the last couple of days. We've heard from everybody about about Brandon Peters, but we haven't talked to Brandon Peters about Brandon Peters. So I wanted to bring this interview to you today in long format. You know, on the newscast, we can only give you, say, 30 seconds max of an, of an interview. Here, it's a lot longer format. And so that's where I think a podcast can really do some interesting things and, and be able to digest a little bit more of, of what Brandon's thinking. The things that stood out to me the most were the fact that he went and worked out in Arizona with NFL Hall of Fame uh, candidate, or not Hall of Fame candidate, NFL Hall of Famer and Super Bowl winner Kurt Warner. Learned a lot about the game from Kurt and just digesting pretty much everything that Kurt was able to tell him, both on the field and in the film room as well as going and working out in Detroit with a personal trainer to try and add some weight. I know a lot of us would probably like to lose some weight. Brandon's in a position, he said, where he played most of the year last year at about 210. He wants to ideally be at about 230, said he's really about 220 right now. And so, you know, he went up to Detroit, uh, knew some people up there, and was able to work out with a personal trainer as well as with Kurt Warner for the weekend in Arizona during this offseason. So he's had a busy couple of months and really, since the pandemic started, you know, a busy six, seven, eight months here. So no spring ball for the Illini, which means that Brandon couldn't get that extra repetitions that he probably wished he could have had with a lot of his receivers. But he does have a lot of new weapons at receiver this year and tight end. And so I think this Illini offense can certainly take another step forward. So without any further ado, here is Brandon's full interview session from earlier today. What were you practicing with the team for a month before you started a game? Yeah. What was that like for you? What was the challenge of that? Um, you know, just learning a new system and trying to get comfortable with it. I mean, that was the biggest thing. But um, as far as playing football, you know, you only have a month to prepare. So like every team, Team rep that you take, you know, it's really important to get those live reps. So, you know, as long as you're getting those in, I think that's a, you know, a good way to prepare yourself. 
So now that you're in a second year uh, with these guys, with Rod and this system, how impactful is that? Or how does that kind of play out day to day? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Um, you know, having a, a year on your boat, you know, you feel more comfortable. Um, you know, we've added some new stuff. We've taken some stuff out. So, I mean, there's always some moving parts and changing parts, but um, for the most part, um, you know, it's the same. And you know, having those guys back, having that comfortability level, knowing they know what they're doing um, and being on the same page is also, you know, a huge plus. And the last one, how, how different is your conversations with Rod? Um, he, he said you speak up a little bit more. Um, what's what's that? How, how did that come about? Um, yeah, I know. I think it's important to always have, you know, constant communication between uh, the OC, you know, telling him what you're seeing, what he's thinking, what you're thinking, what you're comfortable with, what he's comfortable with. You know, always having that constant communication is good. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's really changed much, you know, from when I first got here, you know, I was always open to him about, you know, what I didn't like um, and, you know, what I thought about stuff. And he's always been open to what I've had to say as well. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, thanks for doing this again. Um, so I saw that you worked out with Kurt Warner over the off season. So I'm just wondering yeah. how that came about and what, what did you guys do together? Yeah, so I uh, I work with a, a QB guy out of Detroit, and he has a connection with Kurt. Uh, they've been to a few things together. So, you know, it was a cool opportunity for him to link us both up. I actually went down to Arizona for a weekend and worked with him. Um, you know, and he was just giving me tips, pointers, um, you know, things to, to work on for, you know, footwork, accuracy, you know, the mental part of the game. Um, so I did about I think four or five sessions with them um, in the film room and on the field. And that was like, so you went to Arizona. So was that like a week long span that you were there? Cause you had a few sessions. No, I, was only, I was only there for a weekend. Yeah. Okay. And what, what were maybe some of your biggest takeaways from just that experience with him? Um, biggest takeaways. And there's a lot of takeaways, but um you know, I mean, whenever you have a time to you know, sit in front of a, a guy that's, you know, done it at the highest level, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, he's won a Super Bowl. Um, really, there was not a big takeaway. I was taking in everything he had to say. Um, you know, he had a lot of great knowledge for me. Um, being a guy that's, you know, again, done it, led a team to a Super Bowl, what is expected out of, the, out of you at the QB position? Is there anything specifically that you remember that you kind of follow or that you plan on bringing towards your game this season? Um, um, yeah, the biggest thing with, with Kurt is he's, he's all about footwork and, you know, having your back foot planted when you throw. So I think that's one of the biggest things for me that I've had to, you know, kind of work on as I've progressed is, you know, getting my back foot planted, you know, and being more accurate with the ball. Um, and I think just hearing what he had to say about the techniques of that, um, that it's going to be good to translate that in the game. Great. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> Morning, Brandon. Thanks for doing this. Um, that's a pretty basic question for you, but what would you consider taking the next step as an individual to be this season? 
next step? What, what do you mean? Uh, just kind of like progression and meeting some of your goals that you have set for yourself this season. Oh. Um, uh, I got a lot of goals, but I think the biggest one and I think the biggest one Coach Rod wants me to work on is, you know, just working on the completion percentage. It was kind of low last year. Um, I think if I get that up a little bit, it'll be easier for us to move the chains a little bit. That kind of leads me to my second question. You talked about it a little bit. <clears throat> Jeremy asked you, but uh, as that relationship has grown with Rod, how mm -hmm. much more comfortable has you gotten in the off? And how much more do you think that that can help you this season? Sorry, you kind of cut out a little bit. Oh, sorry, my bad. Um, as the relationship that you have with Rod has grown, how much do you think that that can just really help you this season, um, considering how weird this last couple months has been? Yeah, definitely. That's huge. Um, you know, over the summer, we've had we've had a lot of opportunities to get together as an offense um, and as players with coaches. But uh, you know, definitely, it's it's definitely a weird time. Only eight game season, all that stuff. <clears throat> But again, I mean, me and Coach Rod, I feel like we've always been on the same page, always had that constant communication, you know, and that's what you need to be successful. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, great to see you again. Um, it's been a long time. You got some new receivers and you got Luke Ford eligible. You got Daniel Imitrobebe now. What's it been like uh, working with some of these new guys um, in, in establishing those connections with them? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> for those guys, again, they're coming in a new offense. They got to learn some new stuff. So, you know, we're still working out some kinks and bumps a little bit. Um, but, you know, Daniel, he's a great athlete. Um, he's a big body, um, catches the ball well. Uh, same with Hightower. He's a big body. He's physical. He's strong. Um, but for those guys, it's just getting more comfortable with their reads and what they need to do in the offense um, so they could play at a faster, uh, faster pace. Gotcha. You and Josh Imatorbebe seem to really hit it off. Um, what do what do these big target guys who, you know, also bring a lot of athleticism, how does that help you as a QB, um, just finding those guys on the field? <laughs> yeah. Um, it makes it easier to, you know, throw the ball um, at a higher plane. You know, when you got a big body, you can kind of use their, their size as leverage. Um, and you saw that a couple of times last year with Josh. You know, I was just giving him a chance uh, to go make a play on the ball. And that's what he did. So, I mean, those big body guys we can use to our advantage, um, you know, in quick game and, in, you know, down in the red zone. Thanks. Hey, Brandon. Good to see you again. Last year in the bowl game, your diving attempt for a first down. Uh, it's sort of grown a little bit in Illini fandom. It's, uh, it's got a small legend status to it, I guess. Uh, it's become a rallying point. Did you, do you feel uh, the same way? Is that something that stuck with you months later, that that moment? Uh, no. I mean, I'm a competitor. I'm going to do what I got to do to win. So, I mean, for me, I was just trying to make a play. It wasn't trying to be anything heroic or anything like that. But, I mean... It's kind of cool that people think of it like that, but in my mind, no, I'm not thinking of it like that. Was it something uh, out of the ordinary for a quarterback in your mind or something extraordinary for you to do? Again, I was just, you know, just playing in the moment. Um, 
given the certain circumstances and situation, uh, we were down two possessions, fourth down. So got to get the first down somehow. So I just tried. <laughs> with the season last year, with its uh, great ups and the downs as well, has there been something that's come out of that and, and been fuel for you in the off season and going into this year? Is there something that's sort of stuck with you uh, or is there something else that's sort of motivating you into this year? Um, I think the biggest thing for us as a team um, is starting the game faster. Um, Cause if you look last year, we've started a lot of games slow and kind of dug ourselves in a hole, which a couple of times we were able to come back from that uh, Michigan state game, of course. Um, but, you know, you can't do that consistently and expect to win games. So I think the biggest thing as a group, um, myself personally, is, you know, getting the offense off to a bigger, um, better start so we don't dig ourselves in that hole. Thanks, Brandon. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. Brandon, thanks for doing this. Good to see you again. Yep. You're a year now, obviously, in Champaign. <clears throat> off the field thing, a comfort level to get into a routine just in your everyday life, knowing where things are at. How, you know, are you in that flow? How does that help you? Sorry, can you, can you ask that again? Yeah, so I mean, just having that comfort level in Champaign, you know, you know where things are at, you've been there for a year. I mean, do you feel more settled in and, and how does that help you? Yeah. Um, so last year I was living by myself, so I got really bored sometimes. So it's cool now. I live with uh, Doug and McCourt um, and Boback. So, you know, just having that, those guys around is just chill sometimes, having that comfort level of having your teammates around. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel even more part of the team. Uh, not that I never didn't feel a part of the team, but, you know, I feel a closer bond with everybody on the team having, uh, had, having this year under my belt and all that. So, I mean, yeah. It's all good, comfortable, feeling good. And, you know, Illinois is a program that had recent success from transfers, you know, whether it be sit out or graduate. What was it that appealed to you? And, and why do you think that this coaching staff has had that level of success and, you know, you know, kind of selling themselves as a place to accept these transfers? Um, I don't know. That might be a question for Coach Rod and them. <laughs> but, uh, um, I mean, would you like that pitch? Yeah, I mean, they sell. I mean, Coach Lovey, you know, he offered me a great opportunity. Um, you know, when he when I came on my visit, he told me he said, Brandon, you could be the face of this team. Um, it's a Big Ten team. Um, I mean, that's basically what he sold to me. He's like, why would you want to go to a lower level Mac school, and you know not being the Big Ten was his big selling point to me. And, and I was like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, so. And I got to ask, are you growing the hair out? I mean, is this a, a casualty of quarantine? What's going on? I haven't cut it since January. So, I mean, quarantine, I guess, has kind of <laughs> had an effect. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, honestly. Just right now, is I'm not even worried about it, so. <laughs> Thanks, Miranda. Yeah. Brandon, uh, 
over the summer, repeatedly, Coach Lou Hernandez had cited you as, as a top performer during the summer workouts. And mm -hmm. I had heard in your camp that you had worked with a personal trainer over the summer. I, I just kind of, what were your goals for your body over the summer to, you know, get yourself a little bit fitter and get yourself, did you have specific, hey, I want to, I want to make sure my body is this. I want to get down to a certain number, whether it's yeah. you know, body fat percentage or whatnot. Did you have specific goals in that in mind or was it just something you did and then it, it just worked out? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, last year, I actually played at like, I think my lowest body weight last year was like 212, 211. So I was, I was pretty skinny, um, which, I mean, that's not great when you're playing in the Big Ten, you're taking those hits. Um, so, I mean, when this all happened, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to, to seek out um, some guidance on, you know, getting my body ready for the season. Um, and I worked out with a guy in Detroit, um, Nate Collins. Um, he's a great, he, he uh, trains some NFL guys, some Detroit Lions players. So having that opportunity, it was good. I worked on mobility, strength and speed. So we really hit it all, but, uh, my big goal, I mean, we were hoping to start in September was to be at 2.30 to start the season, which I was around 2, 2.27, 2.28. Now I'm like 2.20. So, I mean, I mean, I think if I'm in the range of 2.20, 2.25, it's, that's not a bad way to be. What did that entail? I mean, are, are you, <laughs> I, I don't mean to joke, but are you doing like the Bryson DeChambeau thing of like three protein shakes a day or, uh, or what, did, what, what did that entail to try to get your, your body fat or body mass up without exactly having, you know, you know, your, your, your fat percentage go down and whatnot and all these types of things that you can do from a muscle standpoint. Yeah. For me, it was just, you just got to eat and then you got to eat the right stuff. Um, so I was I was actually cooking a lot of my own food. Um, and I thought that was that was the easier easier way to do it, um, rather than you know trying to you know get stuff from carry out or take out stuff like that. So um, I mean there was nothing crazy that I was cooking. I mean it was chicken and rice and you know like a salad, nothing crazy. And lastly, I know this might be a stupid question, but did you learn anything that you? kind of just kind of took for granted about nutrition and that during that summer and, and that it can translate throughout your, you know, as you go on as an athlete. Yeah. I mean, so since my days in Michigan, they've always been, you know, super informative on nutrition um, and what to put in your body. Cause it, I mean, it, it plays a huge factor into the season as it goes, as it goes on, you know, the season can be long. Um, so you now putting the right stuff in your body is going to keep your, you know, your body fit and, you know, feeling healthy. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that I learned anything new from this experience. Um, you know, I just had to try some new things out that I had never tried before. But, um, you know, all in all, I mean, I've, I mean, since I've gotten to college, I've been, I mean, I feel like any program you go to is going to be good at, like, informing you about nutrition and stuff. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, I'm just wondering, uh, kind of looking back at last season, you guys were, were kind of an underdog in a lot of those matchups, were able to kind of surprise some people. I think mainly outside of that <clears throat> locker room, I think you guys had a lot of belief that some other people maybe didn't. Do yeah. you guys still kind of have that underdog mentality or are you kind of taking last year's success as, a, you know, you're, you're a team that's really 
that should be kind of talked about a little more in the Big Ten this year. Yeah, I feel like if you if you think about anybody outside of the program, they're going to think of Illinois as a as an underdog. But you know, seeing what we have coming back this year, how comfortable we feel, um, you know, with everything, even with the COVID stuff going on, you know, we got some older guys on the team. Um, we've got guys that have played a lot. So, you know, from our players' perspective, coaches' perspective, we, we don't feel that we're, we're underdogs at all. Um, and you never want to, I mean, approach a game feeling like, oh, I'm an underdog and probably going to lose this game. But, you know, rather use that to, to you know, motivate yourself to go out there and, you know, defeat a team that thinks that they're better than you. You mentioned some of those returners. You got a, a really strong group at offensive line in front of you. Does that kind of maybe put your mind at ease knowing that that's probably something that you're not going to have to think about too much and give you just a little more time to, you know, get a new rapport going with some of these new weapons that you've got as well? Yeah, our O-line, I mean, again, they've a lot of them have been three-year starters, I think. KG will be a three-year starter. Darren, Doug, um, Paucho. You know, we're going to, I mean, right guard, we're seeing who's going to fit that position right now. But, you know, with those guys and that senior leadership there, I think, you know, we could, you know, the sky's the limit in the run game and the pass game. Um, like I said earlier, the new guys, we just got to, you know, keep getting them reps so they can get comfortable with uh, the offense and Coach Rod's game. Thanks, Brandon. Yep. <clears throat> hey, Brandon. Uh, long time no see. Like the hair. Appreciate it. What are the things that you used to be able to do that you can't do now because of the pandemic? Are there things you really miss that you're not able to do or you have to kind of, you know, do them differently? Yeah. Hmm. I honestly can't think of much, to be honest with you. I mean, most of the time, we're in football like you know you go to football you do your workout you go home and chill I mean a lot of I mean me McCourt and Doug we did a lot of golfing so I mean the, that didn't really COVID didn't really affect that because you know the golf course was was open and stuff so I mean I, for my perspective I mean it hasn't changed a lot because I'm not a person that like outside of football that gets out and like does a lot Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Are you able to spend as much time with your family uh, as you would like, or is that is that not possible? Um. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time with my family, actually. Um, uh, I mean, being an hour and a half, hour 45 from home this summer, I was, you know, able to go home a lot on the weekends, which was nice. Um, you know, and having that constant um, testing that we did, you know, ensure that you know I didn't have COVID because I live with my grandma and she's she's in her 80s so she's definitely okay. high risk so I, anytime I went home you know I had to be sure that you know it was safe for her. Last thing um, this year is kind of a bonus year for all the players I don't think it's going to count in terms of eligibility if you yeah. it all about 2021 or is that down the road? Sorry I said again? Uh, this year is not really counting in terms of eligibility Mm -hmm. You could come back conceivably in 2021. Have you thought about that at all? <laughs> I'm focused on this year. I mean, when this is, the decision comes, it'll it'll come. But as of right now, I'm just you know focused on on the end goal this year.